0: Dubai's economy is thriving, and restaurateurs in the region are showing no signs of slowing down. Today, we're at the Dubai-based firm Restaurant Secrets Inc. to talk to the founder and CEO, Gabriel. Hi, Gabriel. Nice to have you with us today. Thank you
1: for being with us. Thank you for coming to our office, Yasmin. You're very welcome.
0: So, can you give us a little bit on your background and what inspired you to start Restaurant Secrets Inc.?
1: I've been in the country for 26 years and F&B is all that I do. That's what I've been doing for the past two decades here. What inspired me is I used to be an operator myself. I saw all first-hand problems and mistakes that new business owners make. And the more I learned, I wanted to share with the world. I think I have a passion for helping people. And Restaurant Secrets is all about helping entrepreneurs uh, make their dreams come true, open restaurants, and then keep them open successfully.
0: So for a place like Dubai, I'd like to get a little insight on what are the do's and don'ts. Firstly, what are
1: what is the capital that someone has to have before starting a restaurant? That's a good question. I think the do's and don'ts don't change around the world because there's always a standard that you need to follow when opening a business. You need to know, you have a vision, you need to know what you want to do and then you need to know how much it costs to bring that vision to reality. Right. generally the highest cost that we see in your capex would be your build which is your uh, construction it can be at 60 to 70% of your capital expense so if you're gonna open a big restaurant that's gonna cost you much more than getting a small place and then you have the others that you know the other costs that comes through but the, the highest cost the biggest cost and the, the cost that really matters in this part of the world is the construction because people want bigger, better, more gorgeous and Instagrammable. So that's what sets Dubai costs apart from the rest of the restaurants in the world. Right. Making things a little bit more expensive than they would. Um, yes, in other absolutely. You, you expect to spend more here on interiors, on ambiance, on lighting, on new designs than you would in other parts of the world. Yeah
0: so can you explain to me a little bit about dark kitchens and hole-in-the-wall kitchens because i've seen that you also advise people to go into that route rather than having a big glamorous restaurant is that
1: something that's uh that, that's advisable it's not just advisable it is a need of the hour and we saw during the pandemic that people who had delivery um options on their menu did much better than the ones who are waiting for people to walk in you know doors were closed Deliveries were running high and cloud kitchens specialize in being able to give you deliveries from any part of the city So the brand could be running its uh, brick-and-mortar Site in the IFC in downtown and it could be delivering to you the same food in JLT if they had a cloud kitchen It's just a, a gorgeous glorified Name for a virtual kitchen that you know delivers food in, uh, in a ten kilo- kilometer radius around it.
0: Amazing. Yeah. So w- w- um, let's talk about profits. How long can people expect to make money out of a restaurant? Starting a restaurant.
1: I've seen some of our brands, uh, you know, post ROI within eighteen months. Some take longer. The bigger you are, the longer it's going to take because a simple reason: your capex is high. It's very normal for restaurants today to cost you up to 40, 50 million dirhams if you're going for the dinner kind of construction and those, you expect them to turn around in three to five years. When I say that, I mean return on investment. But restaurants do break even much faster than other businesses. Again, it all depends on how you operate. It does not depend on how beautiful it looks and how the food is. Yes, that's a big part of it, but how you operate and how you follow your numbers, how you follow a PL, a guideline, a feasibility study, will determine how fast you're gonna start making money. What's
0: the first thing someone needs to do before opening a restaurant? I mean, do they have to write their vision on a, on a
1: vision board? Do they have to write down their, goal? what is the first thing you I'm a suggest? big believer of vision. It's the visions that come to life, not dreams. So yes. I, I feel when I meet a person, when I consult a person, I know from the depth of their vision and their passion, how far they would be willing to go. Okay. So the first thing is absolutely, you know, do some research, understand, have a great vision, not just for the brand, but for yourself and your people, where you want to be in how many years, start with that and then do an amazing feasibility study, which means do market research, do a financial research build a business as a blueprint from the ground up on paper and once you've worked with either consultants or if you've got the experience yourself once you worked around those numbers and what you would need to bring it to life, that's when you start looking for locations and building your concept into a reality. Right.
0: And then you said uh, after this is don't dismiss
1: your procedures and your process. Can you elaborate elaborate a little bit on that? We're an operations uh, based business. F&B is all about operations. So while you have an amazing brand, that's a prerequisite. You have the interiors, you have good service. All of this comes together with good systems. Good systems is like in any other uh, business where good people are given clear cut direction indication. And to do it consistently, for everybody to row in the right direction, you need these to be turned into SOPs, which are standard operating procedures. It could be as simple as having an opening checklist or a closing checklist or an ordering process, having some inventory control. Every single thing that happens in a restaurant has a lot of details to it. A lot of minute, small parts uh, make the bigger picture. So without operating systems, it's a recipe for failure. I say that all the time, yeah.
0: Okay. And so after that, you also said that, do remember you're
1: the owner of the joint. What, do, what does that mean? A leader. Okay. Remember that your job is to lead. Your job is to provide vision, renew vision, support your people with resources, with mentorship, with tools, whatever they need to get the job done. And most people forget that part. They only remember the part about selling food. Yeah.
0: Totally agree. I think there's a lot of, you know, leaders that are always kind of delegating someone else to take the responsibility. They don't want to take the responsibility. We realize there's a lot of restaurants that try to appeal to everyone. There's pasta, there's pizza, there's this, there's that. What do you suggest to someone who's trying to, you know, grab the attention of everyone in Dubai?
1: A focused menu is always something that people appreciate. We have a short attention span in everything also with taste we tend to order the same thing again and again okay in one particular restaurant you know so i always um believe in creating a focused menu if the menu is to span regions and the world that's an okay too but do it realistically do it with panache do you know if you're going to put a pasta put the best pasta you can if you're going to put a burger do it right, so you can have that as long as your capex, your kitchen, and your you know chefs are able to manage it. Uh, do it, but do everything you do with quality. There should be a reason a why to the what you put on the menu. Great. So
0: say someone has you know done everything you said, they've uh, done the procedures, the process, they've uh, you know made the menu. The menu is amazing. It, it, the day has come where the restaurant is launching. What would you say? Uh, for someone about to launch their restaurant, the grand opening day, what would they do on this day?
1: Take your time reaching the grand opening day. Okay. Have a a pre-opening plan, first of all, because you only get one opening once. You don't get to open twice. So it's more of preparation is better, you know, prevention is better than cure. So preparation is so important in our business. When the day has arrived, you should have done a dry run. You should have run your operations for a few days before you open doors to the public. Uh, your trials your errors should be done internally with your with trusted people with group of friends or you know people that you bring on board for a while yeah. and then when you do open enjoy the day cuz so it's not going to come back again that's that's the opening that's what you work so hard for enjoy it make sure your people are having fun they're not stressed they've had enough time to make mistakes in that room uh, trained together yeah. uh, tried the uniforms on become a team for a few weeks And then go for it, just enjoy the first day of opening. Enjoy the fruits of your labor, baby. Yes. So
0: would you suggest for someone to open a restaurant with only food that they like, or, you know, to be open to other cuisines?
1: I think if you're a professional food taster, then open a restaurant with food that you like. But otherwise, yes, open a restaurant for the reason why you open it, for other people to enjoy, for other people to come, and bring their patronage to, because at the end of the day, it's a business, and it needs to serve people's needs, not just your ego. Yeah, good point. So let's talk about location. What about location? Uh, give us a little
0: bit of insight. People want, you know, the best location there is, the most, uh, you know, foot traffic. There's going to be, you know, a lot of people coming to this restaurant. What would you say about location? Is it just about uh, what you can afford, or should you aim higher?
1: Location is a fit, you know, it's an alignment to what you're doing. Um, There is no such thing as a best location. There could be bad locations for various reasons. But a good location is usually the one that meets your target market needs. So knowing who you're selling to, what you're selling at what price, and then finding a location that has the demographics, the footfall, the visibility, accessibility to that particular market, that group of people you are catering to, That is an excellent location make sure you're paying the right price for it premium rent does pay off if you are needing premium locations otherwise you should be very careful because rent becomes a very very high uh, operating cost as you go along is the highest cost of a restaurant operation the location the highest cost usually is your labor cost which runs 20 to, 20% to twenty or above, if you've done your math right, your rent should not be more than 10 to 15%. Now, if things don't go well, and if your sales don't catch up with what your projections were, then the rents could look much higher because the bottom line's gone down. And the same way the labor cost goes high. These are the two things you can't avoid. You've got to pay the landlord, you've got to pay the staff. uh, And the suppliers too,
0: on time. I promise you paid on time basically. So I'm going to ask you a question that's actually not in this, but I uh, would like to know, what do you suggest for a first time restaurant to open a franchise or to open up your own place? They both have advantages.
1: The disadvantage of a franchise for a first time um, entrepreneur or restaurateur is that most good franchises will not give you their franchise if you don't have experience. So they do, they do demand that you have the experience and know how to be able to take their franchise and then operate it right in the right places. But if you've got your hands on a great franchise you've managed to get there The advantage of having a franchise is that they've already done the math. They've done the homework They've built the brand they've tested the product then your secret would lie in knowing how much local intelligence to apply Because not every franchise not every product travels well So if you're bringing something into the country you need to make sure that it will match the taste of the market And if you've done that homework, you've got a great partner on board, a franchise, a great thing to go for. The advantage of owning your own brand, a startup from zero homegrown is that you have so much of yourself in it. You have so much control and and freedom to build it the way you want. It, It can be your legacy. You can franchise it one day. And it is a bit tougher and we specialize in that because I love things when they're not that easy. I don't know, it's just me. But most of the people in this part of the world, the entrepreneurial spirit is to create something that they can attach their name on, that they can bring their creativity on. And we have a lot of creativity here, a lot of entrepreneurial spirit here. So for for your vision of what you want, uh, a homegrown could be the right way to go. But if you want something fast, snappy, already existing and you just want to run with it then get a franchise
0: if you were to leave us with a couple of words closing uh closing sentences to end this uh, interview what would you tell
1: you know budding restaurateurs out there have vision have faith in yourself do your homework make sure that you only come to the point of building your restaurant after you've done a feasibility study and you understand the implications of not just owning a restaurant, of just getting into business. The leadership aspect I keep on talking about that's missing the most is a blend of accountability and responsibility. People need to understand that they are now getting into an area where they don't just pay themselves, they have to pay others, they have to pay their people, their families depend on that, suppliers, landlords, everyone's going to knock that door at the end of the month. So getting into business, especially the restaurant business, requires you to understand that it's it's fun and glamour. It's food. It's an, it's 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 a great business to be in. It's a very social business to be in. It's very rewarding. I love it personally myself. Yeah. However, it is a hardcore business. It's a it's a competition you're getting into. So come with all guns blazing. Right. Come with enough capital. Come with experience and come with good counsel and a good team. Right great. Thank you so much for your insights today. Thank you, Jasmine. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Seriously.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Thank Thank you. you very much.